Hi guys, I have to tell you about this amazing event that we're sponsoring and is a, we're a part of. It's called Attune by Living Holy and my good friend Jenny Emblem, who you can listen to in this feed, her uh, Sunday School episode is called Attune, is hosting the most amazing, beautiful event right outside of Atlanta, November 8th through 11th. It's a four-day wellness experience to optimize health from the inside out. She's featuring amazing inspirational speakers, interactive workshops, immersion in nature. Let me tell you some of these names. The Elizabeth Gilbert. Can you believe it? Eat, Pray, Love, Elizabeth Gilbert, Gabby Bernstein, Sierra Rose, Shaman Durek, John Wineland. The list goes on and on about these amazing speakers and authors and just motivational individuals. It is uh, located in Serenby. And Serenby, if you haven't been there, it's a mystical urban utopia. I mean, it's incredible, guys. There's acres of forests and meadows and nature trails. Uh, there's going to be amazing fresh food and clean air. And you get to just immerse yourself in your own well-being and attune yourself to you to nature, to each other. It's going to be such an incredible experience and I'm so excited that we get to be a part of it. So if you live in Atlanta, you should definitely stop by at least for a day, if not the whole thing. The website is attune by living holy, W-H-O-L-L-Y.com. And then people are flying from all over the country to attend this event. So if you're not in Atlanta and you're one of our listeners, somewhere else in the country. The Atlanta airport is pretty close to this event. Fly in, easy breezy, head to Serenby. You are not going to want to miss this event. If you come, look for us. We're going to have a mini modern mystic shop and we're going to be doing readings and stuff. So again, attune by livingholy.com and you're not going to want to miss this incredible opportunity. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Sunday School at Modern Mystic Shop. My name is Kelly. I am a shop owner and your podcast host today. I am so stoked about this topic because I have ranted and raged about people um, sort of justifying poor behavior uh, with some sort of like messed up spiritual premise behind it. So it's like... Uh, you know, it's just like using spirituality and that kind of knowledge as an excuse for bad behavior. And I think that's BS. And so we have these wonderful hosts of the hit astrology podcast, Zodiac Bitches here. They're called the Maggies. And they're because they're both named Maggie. And they're going to discuss, you know, your tendencies. And is this due to your astrology? Or are you just being an asshole? Because it's a super fine line sometimes. And I know in the spiritual world, people are like, awareness. Awareness is the first step. And I agree, awareness is a great first step. But just being aware of your, you know, tendencies that might be harmful to others isn't far enough. It's just sort of, well, I've got the awareness. It doesn't matter that I'm being a dick, <laughs> you know? So anyway... I'm really excited about this topic, and these women are hilarious. They're comedians. They do sketch comedy, uh, so it's, they're wildly entertaining. However, they also are going to speak some truth to this, you know? Like, is this your astrological tendency, or are you just being an asshole? And uh, they're excellent communicators. They, they really uh, pride themselves in that. So I'll be curious to see if uh, either one of these women are Geminis. Um, and I also, you know, if you love this, they have a weekly podcast. It's called Zodiac Bitches. So I would uh, check it out. They've got over 35 episodes and they're, ex they're experts in this. And, you know, they take things with a comedic slant, which is always an amazing spiritual practice to not take yourself or any of this information too seriously. It's too, life's too short for that. So anyway, without further ado, I offer you the Maggies, and the title of this Sunday School class is Astrology or Asshole. Hi, so um, I'm Maggie B. 
And I'm Maggie D. And we basically met because we were both named Maggie. We have a really low bar for being friends in that we were like, we seem the same. <laughs> we must be because yeah. we have the same, <laughs> same name. Um, so we were like both in the improv community and doing a lot of comedy and talking and we realized we didn't know anything about astrology. And so we decided, we were like, okay, let's learn about it. Yeah. So from there, we decided to create an astrology podcast, a comedy astrology podcast, uh, where we basically uh, teach newbies as newbies about astrology. We read through um, several different books. The first one that we started out with was The Only Astrology Book You'll Ever Need by Joanna Martine Wolfuck. And, and we learned astrology chapter by chapter and continue to do so. And so... As we were going through that, we spent a lot of time together in a studio recording booth and having to like read things like I'm a Libra, she's a Scorpio. And we spent a lot of time reading through things and having to spend a actual time evaluating ourselves, which was surprisingly difficult, but also fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because a lot about of astrology is, is reading what uh, maybe the stars are giving to you in your personality and saying, is this me? is this not me? And, and then saying, uh, yeah, that is you. Yeah, so. that's definitely you. Just yeah. <laughs> um, and something that it, we found ourselves really focusing on is that astrology was subtly teaching us um, how to communicate with each other and how to communicate with other people based around their star signs. And so we started this thing where we had people write into us and at, write in a little thing about something that had happened to them with a different sign and ask if that person was just dealing with their astrology or if they were an a-hole. Yep. And, <laughs> and we got a lot of write-ins, actually. Um, and so we've collected some of them, one for each sign. We've brought them in. Uh, we're going to read an a-hole or astrology uh, to you, read our answers about what we originally said, and then we're going to delve a little bit into um, further communicating with that sign. Or right? communicating as that sign. Or communicating as that mm -hmm. sign. So hopefully, I mean, we'll, we will touch on everyone's sign here. Yeah. So don't feel too called out. We're sorry. <laughs> All right. So okay. do we want to start? Yes. So... Of course, the first sign we're starting with is Leo. So, yeah. Oh, are you Leo? Of course. <laughs> Hello, Leo. <laughs> Had to make herself known. Love that about you. All right, so uh, our questioner said, my best friend is a Leo. I love her to pieces, but sometimes I wonder if I'm as important to her as she is to me. She has tons of friends and is always going out without me. I feel left behind sometimes. Ooh, Ooh. classic. <laughs> so our answer originally was, we feel this. Leos love to be the center of attention. They're born entertainers. They love a little bit of drama. Look at her over there on her phone. Just proving us. Leos love a little bit of drama. Leos get bored easily, and it's common for them to have bukus of friends. However, this doesn't mean your relationship isn't valid. Leos are fiercely loyal. They would do anything for you. They just need to have their ego stroked by like 10 million different people at one time. So, uh, communicating with a yes. Leo. So, if you're communicating with a Leo in general, not just specific to this one issue, realizing <laughs> that even when they're mad, they still love you. They are fiercely loyal. Mm -hmm. So remembering that even if it doesn't seem like they're on your side, they are. Yes. And you need to let them know that even though you're mad, you still love them. Because if you don't, there's going to be some, some hell to pay, right? <laughs> All right. Um, try, if you are communicating with your Leo, I don't want to, but try going out with their group right? We can't just do stay-at-home time with a no, Leo. No, the Leo loves a group hang. Mm -hmm. so. You have to meet their other friends, and if you are meeting their other friends, it's going to help them feel like you're invested in them as well. Mm -hmm. um, when a Leo is bothering you, don't gossip about them, because a Leo has a lot of friends, and that gossip will come right back around they to They will them. know. They will. <laughs> okay, so if you're communicating as a Leo, looking at you, um, schedule individual hangs. We know that you want to go out and, ha and you have 10 million pen pals and you have 10 million friends that you go out to the club with every day and you get coffee dates constantly. But just schedule some one-on-one -on -one time individual. Make, make someone else feel special. 
instead of them making yeah. you feel special. And in that vein, try and give other people compliments. It's <laughs> <laughs> Other people like to feel appreciated too. Um, and then as a Leo, don't pull he said, she said into the conversation. We know that you have 10 million friends. We know that you're hearing a lot of different things from a lot of different people, but that's never going to the source, right? So we always, in communication, want to go to the source. If we're having an interpersonal conflict, go straight to them, ask them what's going down instead of... Telling them what Becky had to say about you. <laughs> Not useful. All right. Okay. On we go. Virgos. Uh, so this person writes, I'm a Virgo and I just went through a pretty tough breakup. I feel like I put a lot into the relationship and ever since we broke up, I feel like I can't do anything anymore. I've let everything go. No laundry, grocery store, no chores. What's wrong with me? How can I get out of this funk? Oh. First off, we're really sorry to hear about that breakup. I think everybody here knows that breakups are really tough. Yeah. Um, and even as a Scorpio or I'm sorry, Virgo, it's all about order for Virgos. They mm -hmm. love to clean things. They love to have a list of things. They love a task. They're constantly mm -hmm. improving. And so the whole idea is that even if right now it seems impossible, picking one small task and doing that will help you kind of get out of your funk. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So in the vein of that, um, if you're communicating with a Virgo, pick a task with them right? So they have to communicate with you. If you just have a sit-down conversation with a Virgo, their mind is like 10 million other places. They're thinking about their to-do list. They're thinking about uh, the next thing they need to go and get or learn. And so if you decide to do that task with them, it's a great way of showing them that like you care about their needs as well. And they're going to be more focused on doing, being present with you. Uh, the keyword for a Virgo is I analyze. So <laughs> when you're communicating with a Virgo, just know that they've probably thought of all of the angles of the conversation. So be prepared to have a few rebuttals. <laughs> they might try to trap you. Yeah. Don't let them trap <laughs> you. Um, all right. And then, da -da -da, ooh, next page. Wow. <laughs> um, this is very important to me. My boyfriend is a Virgo. And whew, do you need to be patient? You have to be patient with a Virgo. They will painstakingly seek to understand something, and that requires time. Like, Virgos are probably not just going to be like, all right, made a, made a decision, ready to go. Like, you can have a conversation and be ready to revisit that, right? Because they need time to process that and really feel like they're understanding. Um, I think that's really true. Uh, <laughs> Maggie D got in a fight with her Virgo boyfriend, and um, it took him so long to analyze it. It took him how many days? Uh, it took him four days. Four days. Uh, but he felt really bad about it, so he actually came into Modern Mystic and bought her an apology gift. Bought me an apology <laughs> crystal, which is the only apology gift I will take. Right. Okay, so if you're communicating as a Virgo, and please listen to this, Virgos. I know that you are already analyzing what I'm saying, but don't come into the conversation overly critical. Like, we know that you think you have got it all figured out, and you have thought about their actions and analyzed it, and you know everything about this conversation, but take a step back. Maybe understand that people have feelings and sometimes they make mistakes, or sometimes maybe it was even you that made the mistake. Just throwing that out there. Entertain the idea that you don't know everything about the situation. You really might not. They yeah. might not know everything about the situation, even though they think that they, they do. Mm -hmm. I know, you, I know you, Virgos. I know you're sitting there going, I do know everything about this situation. <laughs> and then the last thing would be be patient with yourself. Because I think Virgos want to understand everything. And I feel that even if I'm not a Virgo, that I like, <laughs> when I want to understand something, I get really frustrated with myself if I don't do it well the first time. But be nice to yourself. <laughs> don't be overcritically, don't be overcritical of others and don't be overcritical of yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, you can have love. Okay. So, uh, Oh, about to have some call-out culture. <laughs> yeah, we have a Libra right here, and we're going into Libras. Um, the question was, Zodiac Bitches, that's our podcast name, Zodiac Bitches. Uh, my boyfriend never remembers anything I tell him. I can tell him five times that I'm hanging out with my friends at night, and he'll text me a sixth time asking what I'm up to. I'm seriously annoyed. 
I'm pretty sure he's an asshole, but I want your point of view. He's a Libra. He's an asshole. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so uh, Libras typically have a computer-like memory. They're listening to everything that you say, and they are storing it in that mind bank, okay? Um, they are also supposed to be the sign of literal partnership. So if you feel like a Libra is not listening to you and they're not hearing anything that you say, there's a really good chance that they're not considering your needs at all or putting you first. Because if they were considering you, they'd be remembering and listening to you. Mm -hmm. um, but just in this case, we also advise her if she did see something redeemable about the relationship, because you know you can't tell others what to do about their relationships, um, that she should really try and talk this out and tell him that he's not hearing here and just see what happens. Mm -hmm. um, if you're communicating with a Libra, be aware that you won't get answers right away. They're pretty indecisive. They're the scales. They're always weighing things. So... <laughs> Yeah, I, know, I can't ever make a decision. <laughs> we had such trouble, like, um, responding to this section because Libras are very indecisive mm -hmm. and you don't quite know what they're going to come up with. So you've got to be really patient and just know that they're going over all those options in their <laughs> head. Um, and then uh, okay, Libras see lots of options. So you'll have to let them know which ones are important to you, right? That's a factor, in a Libra's, um, in their consideration. If you say, hey, I know that you need to see all sides of this, but I'm letting you know this is the thing that's really important to me. If they care about you and if they care about this relationship, they will factor that in. Mm -hmm. um, Libras change the tone of who they are with each person that they talk to because they want to be the balance to the other side. Um, so if you want positive communication with a Libra, you have to put co positive communication in. Oh, that's a mm -hmm. good one. I mean, I feel like that's blanket for everything overall. If you want positive communication, then you have to put that in. Mm -hmm. you, you get what you give. Um, all right. Oh, a back-to-back call-out because we are going into Scorpio. Wait, we had you communicating as a Libra. Oh, I lied. We're not going into Scorpio. <laughs> communicating as a Libra. Start with small decision-making. Right? If you feel like you cannot make a decision about anything and you're going back and forth, pick something really, really small that you can focus on. Just mm -hmm. choose one tiny thing. Do I want eggs for breakfast or do I want oatmeal? I don't, I don't know if I can commit to either one of those. Yes, we know. <laughs> um, you can't always, as a Libra, have the harmony that you want. And you'll try and play devil's advocate in order to like reach a middle ground to help that person reach their own middle ground. But nobody likes the devil's advocate. That's why it's the devil's advocate. Yeah. If someone asks you to play the devil's advocate, then try that. But no one really wants that um, argumentative behavior. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, Libra's you're a different person with each person you meet. You're filling the gaps of everyone else. Uh, while that's not a bad thing, Notice how you treat every individual in your life. Are you treating them equally? Mm -hmm. Which I think pretty much speaks for itself. Just take that time and really be in the individual conversation mm -hmm. because you don't always need to be changing. Okay. All right. Now, now I'm, I'm roast. <laughs> as a Scorpio, she just wanted to move on to Scorpio. I did. Um, so this Scorpio says, hey, my roommate borrows literally everything I own. For all I know, she's used my toothbrush. This is my only issue living with her. We're BFFs, so she's like family, but why does she have to use all my stuff? She's a Scorpio. Have you used someone's toothbrush? I don't even pack a toothbrush if I go on vacation with my family. That's I just, I use all of their toothbrushes. That's disgusting. It's just, it's a sign of love. It's love. It's a bonding. <laughs> Are you a Virgo? <laughs> She's like, no, I'm a human being, and that's disgusting. Um, okay. um, so we said, we totally understand that borrowing your shit is annoying. However, this is Scorpio textbook. Uh, she is legit the star's puppet at this point. Scorpios are the sign of inheritance and borrowed possessions. Sharing is how Scorpios bond with people. And since you guys are like family, she's treating you as such. Although I don't use my family's toothbrush. Okay, well, maybe you're not as close. That's all I have to say. My, my parents love me. All right, communicating with a Scorpio. Scorpios are secretive. 
You might not have the whole picture when you're talking to one. They could be holding back a lot of their own insecurities. And something that I love to tell everyone, like, I'm a Scorpio. I don't think any of you are looking at me and thinking, like, oh, she's so mysterious and, like, dark. Um, but people can be, like, very happy and bubbly and outgoing and still have things that they're not sharing with you because they're not they're just not comfortable doing it. Mm -hmm. So always keep that in mind. You might not have the whole picture. Uh, Scorpios are very passionate. Scorpios are coming from a place of true passion. It's easy to offend them, but we should also know when we're communicating with a Scorpio that that is just like an amazing principle that they hold. Exactly. Like they're not arguing with you because they want to argue with you. Like they truly believe in what they're defending or what they're saying. Mm -hmm. um, and our last tip for communicating with a Scorpio. Mm. Uh, fun fact, Scorpios are ruled by their genitals. That's the actual body part that they rule. So talk to your Scorpio friend, make sure she is staying safe and peeing after sex, okay? Look out for your friends. They are prone to UTIs. Thank you, okay. <laughs> Right. We are not kidding, <laughs> this is in the stars. Communicating as a Scorpio. So. Scorpios, you know that you are intense and jealous, so it's easy to be upset, but work on truly forgiving and forgetting. Yeah, it's hard, and even, I will even say, if you can't forgive, still try and let it go, mm -hmm. okay? If you do forgive, actually forgive and let it go, but if you can't, because I think all of us have been there where we, we get to a boiling point and you can't forgive someone, at least let that go. Don't let it rule your life. Mm -hmm. um, so the key word for Scorpios, they all have keywords and body parts, so look that up if you haven't yet. It's <laughs> the interesting. Um, but a key word for Scorpios is I, I desire. So they have an unyielding personality, but not all of life and people can cave to you. When do you set aside your desires? So take that in and, and think about this. Like We know Scorpios want so bad. We desire so bad but sometimes you have to think about the other person and know when you're not going to get what you want. Mm -hmm. Which goes into, Scorpios are known as the investigator, but, but don't be the mean investigator. You don't need to know everything about someone. I love people's secrets. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I love knowing people's secrets, but you don't need to know everybody's <laughs> secrets. And this is for like everybody ever. Gossip and secret keeping is just... Let's put it behind us, y'all. Put it behind us. <laughs> okay, on to the next. Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Would you like to read? Oh, sure. Okay, so this person says, I have a huge crush on this guy. He's a Sagittarius. He's so caring and kind, but he's definitely flirting with a lot of people at once. He's really open to me about it, and we're not in a committed relationship or anything, but I'm nervous to try to date him, even if it's casual. He's asking me out, and I want to go, but I'm worried I'll get hurt in the end. I just keep putting him off. Oh. <laughs> okay, Sagittarius. If you haven't dated a Sagittarius man in your life, then you don't know. But mm. if you have, then you know. The beginning of the Sagittarius love chapter that we studied talked about that a Sagittarius is a charming lover, but can be a poor choice of husband. Or wife, or whoever, yeah. person. <laughs> now, we're not saying that that's totally going to put you off this guy. Sagittarius are a lot of fun. Oh, my God. They amazing. love to travel. They love to go on adventures. They're always down to have a good time. But if you're looking for one on one committed relationships, this may not be the guy for you. Sagittarians infamously love freedom, travel, and challenge. They have a tough time settling down. Truth. So if you're communicating with a Sag, um, <laughs> they truly think what they have with you is special. They're not lying about that, but they also think everything is special. Every relationship they have is very special Listen, to them. Listen, they had a coffee this morning and the barista looked at them and that was a special moment. It was meaningful. Um, so ask for attention and know when you need to take a step away, all right? Because Lord knows if you don't ask for that attention, you, you're definitely not going to get mm -hmm. it. And even if you ask for it, you might not get it. <laughs> 
Um, if you want to spend time with a Sagittarius and you want to have that time to communicate with them, you should probably plan to be pretty active. Sagittarius want to go and do something. They're not really into that chill, like, let's have a drink and, and sit on the couch. <laughs> like, they, even if it's not, like, an outdoor activity, mm -hmm. like, they want to be creating or just doing anything active. They want to so. be at one of those breweries that has, like, 80 games, that kind of thing. I want to be at one of those <laughs> breweries that has 80 games. Let's all go. Um, <laughs> So, Sages are blunt, and sometimes they don't even know it. Be honest if something they've said has crossed the line with you, because all they want from you is honesty, too. Mm -hmm. So, if the, something they've said has hurt their feelings, be upfront about that, because that probably wasn't even their intention. Yeah. Yeah. All right, if you're communicating as a Sagittarius, not every relationship is fun. Boom. Sometimes you have to do unfun things to get to the fun stuff. <laughs> All right. Um, and then Sages, you can love the whole world, but you have to respect other people's boundaries. Saying I love you has a different weight for every person. Um, we famously have a Sag friend who truly does love everyone, and he tells everyone that, and he uh, might have ruined a girl. She moved away. She, she literally left Atlanta. So just, <laughs> yeah, so just think about what you're saying when you're saying it. Uh, Sagittarius are ruled by the liver, so they're basically susceptible to overuse of alcohol. Um, what makes you feel like you're having a good time and what means you're having a good time are two very different things. <laughs> so just taking some time to evaluate sometimes if you need to go out and party or if you can have a fun time without being at the club. Yeah, be kind to your body. Mm -hmm. If you're doing that many activities, like take some time to rest. Mm -hmm. um, okay, oh, oh. on to Capricorn. <laughs> all right, um, Capricorns, the question is, all right, here goes nothing. I'm a theater major. I have one professor who is extremely hard on me. I feel like it comes from a good place most of the time, but he's made me cry on several occasions because of his blunt critiques. I don't know how to deal with him on these, uh, on these occasions. He's a Capricorn. Any advice? Oh. I, I'm a rising Capricorn, and I often say that my Capricorn qualities are the ones that are too harsh, and I wish I could change, <laughs> though I do love Capricorns. But so Capricorns are extremely ambitious and emotionally reserved, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to their careers, okay? So he is seeing the student as an extension of his career. So, of course, he's going to be hard on her. Um, but we're also guessing it ties into that old cliche, if you think someone can be successful, obviously you push them harder. Um, Capricorn's biggest secret, though, is that they're actually incredibly insecure, which is why they're pushing so hard and trying to be ambitious and trying to make that top tier, is because even on the inside, sometimes they think that they might not deserve it. Um, which is something I think we all do. Mm -hmm. So tell him all the ways he's made you a better actor and how much you appreciate him. Then slide in some critique about the way he's been talking to you. Mm -hmm. um, and we hope that she can break down the, the Capricorn's barriers, basically, yeah. which is a challenge. Um, so communicating with the Capricorns, Capricorns are very good, quick decision makers. <laughs> so when they make a decision and they don't consult you about it, you have to let them know that that's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you don't want pizza, like don't, don't let them bully you into that, right? Because they're going to say, this is what I want to do and we're going to go do it. Although I've never been bullied into pizza. That's true. That was all my own choice. <laughs> um, Capricorns are emotionally reserved, like we mm -hmm. talk about. Um, be patient. And I'm not talking about, like, wait a day and then be like, okay, like, your barrier should be down now. Like, be, if you want a relationship with a Capricorn, be truly patient. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't take a day for walls to come down. It takes a long time, and it takes you putting in effort, too. Mm -hmm. uh, Capricorns actually appreciate a sense of humor, and I think that's because they have all those walls built up. Sometimes it feels nice to just relax and laugh. So if you're yeah. looking for something to do with your Capricorn, we suggest going to, like, a comedy show mm -hmm. or listening to the Zodiac Bitches podcast <laughs> or, like, any of those kind of things. Let them loosen up, <laughs> right? Gosh, they're so stuffy. Um, communicating as a Capricorn, so four Capricorns in this room. Most people want you to succeed. They support you. They want you to achieve everything. So not everything is a competition. 
They're not trying to fight you, okay? <laughs> we want, everyone wants you to succeed. So Capricorns are always competing with the people around them. Just like take it down a notch. Mm -hmm. Um, to Capricorns, the standing in their community is very important. So if you are a Capricorn and you're going to an event that's important for you, like tell the people that you're with that you want them to look nice and dress up. Mm -hmm. uh, Maggie B's ex once wore like basically sweatpants slash pajama bottoms to a double date, and she's not a Capricorn, but she communicated very clearly <laughs> that this was not acceptable and you should do the same. All right, so uh, the Capricorn's key word is I use. So just remember that there are people behind every decision that you're making. Uh, so try and remember that humanity. Uh, and we're not saying that all Capricorns use people, but often people are a tool for you to get to where you want to go. And just people aren't tools. They're people. They're people. Uh, okay, Aquarians. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, also <this> <laughs> very hard to write this section, right? It's hard to understand an Aquarius. Yes, they're complicated. Uh, <laughs> this person says, my Aquarian boyfriend is always down to cuddle on the couch and watch a documentary. But if I try to turn things from cuddling to canoodling, he shuts me down. He'd rather learn about doping for sports performance than get high off my loving. This person is very bold. Um, I love them. <laughs> why can't I get him to take a more serious interest in our romantic encounters? Is this his astrology or is he being an a-hole? Hmm. Hmm, let's find uh, out. <laughs> here's the deal. Aquarians are an air element, which basically means what we like to call big brain energy. Uh, no wonder he's so absorbed in watching the documentaries. He's got that analytical mind. But here's the thing about Aquarians. They're also obstinate. So if he's in the zone thinking about sports performance doping, I've never wanted to watch a documentary about that. Yeah, me either. Um, <laughs> then he's not in the zone to then flip over to appreciating all of you. Can you believe that sports doping is not making him feel sexy? I don't, I mean, they could try role play. Like, the next day that he's, like, not in the zone, she should wear some, like, bike shorts and then be like, let's talk about what we just listened to yesterday. <laughs> okay, so communicating with an Aquarius. They have firm opinions about everything. You're not always going to get to a compromise. You're just not. So uh, pick when that means something to you, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're not always going to come to a compromise, so you have to decide whether or not that battle that you're fighting is, is really that important to you. Mm -hmm. uh, Aquarians, because they have firm opinions on everything, are often involved in, like, big movements, in those big hum humanitarian movements. Mm. Um, so if you want someone to challenge you and to think about how you can make your environment around you a better place, a Sag I mean, I'm sorry, an Aquarian is a great person to talk to about yeah, that. Yeah, they're great for the community. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so they're not traditionalists. They're just not. You can have a beautiful, unconventional relationship with an Aquarius, but be willing and be willing to listen and hear uh, what they feel like their life wants to look like, right? Um, because not every Aquarius and most Aquariuses are not going to maybe want the traditional white picket fence, two children and a dog type of situation. Mm -hmm. They see their love story in a different way. And they might still want to marry you, but then they might want to live in a yurt, you know? I'd be down. Okay. I, w I wouldn't. No. Anyways. She does not like the I don't outdoors. Like, I don't like nature no. that much. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, so uh, communicating as an Aquarius. We get it. You're unique. We get it. Just sometimes tone it down and try to talk to someone on their terms once in a while. You can be the most unique person in the world, but sometimes you have to see things from another person's point of view. Mm -hmm. Friendship is the way to an Aquarius's heart, <laughs> both for long-term friendships and relationships. Mm -hmm. But you got to let people know that. So, like, if you're on Bumble and then you're swiping with everyone <laughs> and you're matching up with these people and you've put in, a like, looking for a relationship in your bio, like, that's rude because they're also looking for a relationship. <laughs> let them know that you're still figuring it out. Yes. Um, all right. And then, oh, gosh, yeah. this mm -hmm. is important. Okay. If, you're communi if you are an Aquarius... We're in a crazy political climate. Aquarians are typically on uh, what, what we would say are the right side of things. Um, 
but so they they traditionally believe in like human rights, environmental conservation. Uh, but sometimes championing these things can put you in a dangerous situation. Aquarians will argue with you to no end about what they believe is right, and we are like all for that. But also listen to your gut when your life is more important than your voice. Right? Don't put yourself in dangerous situations. Mm-hmm. We want you to espouse your opinions in and, a safe place. Yes, and live to do that another day. Yes. Okay. Mm. Mm. okay. Oh. oh, Pisces, Ooh. are we on? Yes. Oh, okay. gosh. All <laughs> the right. two most confusing signs to me, back to back, Aquarius and Pisces. Mm-hmm. Um, so this Piscean writes, my wife and I used to think about having children all the time. We never fell in either camp of having them or not, but recently she's become very adamant that she doesn't want kids. She won't discuss this new opinion. While the decision is mostly hers as she has to carry the child, I feel I deserve a discussion about it. I don't want to make the decision, but I want to be included in these plans that will shape the rest of our lives. She's a Pisces. Is this her astrology or something else? I don't want to say a-hole, but I want to be clear that when we answer this, we are not talking about her decision to have a child. We're talking about her decision to discuss that with you. Uh, We love that this person recognized that this type of decision takes two people but also affects her life in a much different way. When we say that she's being an a-hole, we're only saying that her unwillingness to be open with you is what is the issue. Mm -hmm. Pisces are normally mutable, which means they're open to change. They're normally easygoing and sensitive both to their own emotions and others. She's not being sensitive to this person. Mm. But there is definitely more to this situation than meets the eye, than a paragraph can summarize. Has something changed in your lives? A recent death, a job change, a close relationship shifting? Maybe she's gotten a promotion at work and she's not willing or able to dedicate time to growing and raising a child. Maybe she's having trouble verbalizing that. Maybe something has happened that she hasn't been able to open up to you about yet. So. While you should and can ask to be included in the decision, also think about how and when you're asking. Look for other changes in your partner and bring those up with concerned affection. Mm. Mm. All right, and so if you're communicating further with a Pisces, um, Pisces feel everything. They feel what you're feeling, they feel what they're feeling, they're they're feeling what someone down the street is feeling, they're seeing all of the feelings and feeling them themselves. So plan to return to a topic more than one time. They're going to change the way they feel about that, like on a daily or minute by minute basis. Um, So just broach it, let them feel all of the feelings of the world and then come back to it and see if they have a different point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, Pisces, because they are so able to connect with just like the feelings of it all, mm-hmm. um, they feel like earthly laws do not apply to them. <laughs> so sometimes you're going to have to find yourself being the voice of reason with a Pisces, the harsh reality. Yeah, which like is never fun for you if in your relationship you're the harsh reality. So I would even say broach that discussion with them and mm-hmm. be like, I don't like being the one that's the quote unquote mean one all the time. It's just somebody has to like make those firm decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, ooh, I love this tip. Pisces are intuitive and romantic, and they're going to be so good in bed if you tell them what you need. But I also think that applies always. (laughs) Always. Uh, Communicating as a Pisces. Don't be willing to agree to something because it seems like the easiest way out. You will want to change your mind later. (laughs) Um, Pisces, you're going to be pulled every which way by your feelings. Uh, Pisces, fun fact... Uh, Their sign, obviously, is the two fishes that are tied together, and a big part of that is that they are trying to go in different directions, but being held together by what's tying them. So the Pisces feel conflicted about everything all the time. So if you're a Pisces, although we love that you're feeling, you're listening to your gut and your intuition, take a step back sometimes and just look at facts. Mm -hmm. Don't even involve your feelings. Look at the facts. Um, And for Pisces, we know that, like, everything seems like an otherworldly experience, like it's all magical, but also sometimes a drunk guy at the bar is just a drunk guy at the bar and not your future husband. Yeah, it doesn't, he's not a fairy tale. No. 
more than likely, to be honest. All right, on to Aries. I love this sign. I have no fire in my chart, so I should have known. She's calling me out for my toothbrush. I should have known. <laughs> love and Aries. Yes, um, I have no fire in my chart. I'm always jealous of the fire signs. I want to be an Aries, please. Uh, all right, so the Aries a-hole astrology. I'm a member of my college debate team. While I joined for the intellectual challenge and to make friends, I've ended up with something I didn't expect, a fuck buddy. An Aries fuck buddy. It started out as exciting. We'd debate on opposite sides, then head home, barely able to keep our hands off each other. Now they refuse to be on the same side of the debate topic as me. They seem to really enjoy debating me, which is flattering, but I also want to be actual teammates too. Then we head somewhere to hook up, and if we happen to decide to meet up on outside, uh, outside of practice, it feels like they come prepared with something to get me riled up about. Then, again as usual, they make their way into my pants. Loving the thrill, but sometimes I just want something nice and simple to happen between us. No fireworks. No fireworks. Are they being an a-hole, or is this their astrology? And we're just like, I mean, that's textbook. That's right? an Aries. <laughs> uh, this is like you say, very passionate. That makes sense yeah. for an Aries. They're about passionate and frankness. They're DTF, down to fight and down to fuck. <laughs> so if you're communicating with an Aries, if you have really exciting news, tell an Aries because <clears throat> they will go hard out to celebrate you with you. Aries are like the epitome of a mimosa. It's just celebration, yeah. love an Aries. Um, and then you might feel an Aries is pushing you, but they do this because they want the best for you. Let them know when they're pushing too hard because they will literally fight you about anything. Like, literally anything. So if you're not in the mood that day, like, I'm never in the mood, basically. I don't want to fight ever. Just tell them that, and they're the kind of sign that will respect that, and they'll mm -hmm. back off. Yeah, Aries are DTF, but also you don't have to be. Yeah. So know when you want to opt out. Just walk away. Yeah. Just walk away from them. <laughs> um, if you're communicating as an Aries, their key word is I am. You're a self-oriented queen. That's not selfish. We're not saying you're selfish. You're self-oriented. But in conversation, you can't always assume that others' opinions are your opinions. All right? Leave room for actual conversation. Don't just start assuming that everybody's on the same page here. Mm -hmm. um, if you're an Aries, you might often find yourself in leadership positions, but then you're annoyed with anyone that's trying to give you their opinion. Know that they're trying to improve the situation, not steal your power. Yeah, and that's just like blanket mm -hmm. for being a leader in general. Normally when people are dissenting, it's not because they want to ruin you and like take you down. Like we're not in Game of Thrones. Like we, they just want the best for you mm -hmm. and for the team. <laughs> um, and for Aries specifically, you are everybody's cheerleader. Sometimes instead of a pep rally, People need a shoulder to cry on, mm -hmm. right? So um, really listen to what someone's needing from you. Read the room because not always can you be like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. Wait, you're doing great. Amazing. Because like sometimes we don't need or want to hear that. Sometimes we don't feel like we're doing amazing and, uh, and we just want to let that out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Taurus. Oh. This person says, I share a room with my brother who is a Taurus. Our room has become crowded with stuff. When I suggest we both go through our stuff and donate it, He's agreed. However, when it came down to actually giving things away, he's really resistant and insists he needs it all. Ugh. This is definitely a, a Taurus <laughs> Astrology. vibe. Taurus are possessive. Their dominant keyword is I have. They're resistant to change and want to keep their environment stable. You might find things crowded, but to them that feels like home. Yeah. Um, just know if you're communicating with a Taurus that they are stubborn. Um, if you want to be heard, prepare to lock horns. Like, not always communicating with a Taurus is going to be, like, easy and flow like a river. Typically, you're going to need to take a stance. Mm -hmm. um, Taurus are dependable. If you need the truth, ask them for it. And respect it when they give it to you. Yeah, that, I'm a victim of that. Like, I ask for the truth, and when someone gives it to me, it makes me cry. So <laughs> it, just know that they're going to tell you the truth. If you don't want it, don't ask for it. <laughs> um, Taurus are determined. They reach their goals. 
orient your conversation towards a goal and that's going to get them on your side. So it's like a, a thesis oriented conversation. Yeah. So if like some people like come into a conversation and they'll be like, oh, you look so nice. Like mm. you want to get coffee, blah, blah. It takes them like 10 minutes to get to what they actually wanted to ask. A tourist, you should just come up and be like, hey, I want to talk to you about this. This thing that yeah. you did or this thing that I did and make establish that goal. Mm -hmm. If you're communicating as a Taurus, Taurus have lots of energy to invest, but they're selective about when they invest it and when they use it, uh, which is great until you undervalue the energy of people around you and what they deserve, mm -hmm. right? So don't just go into things assuming like you know when you're going to dole out your creative energy. Like really talk to people and don't see everyone see people as an individual. Mm -hmm. Uh, with Taurus, the unfamiliar makes you feel insecure. Remember that insecurity is not synonymous with weakness. Share when you're feeling nervous. And this, again, is just a blanket for, like, literally everyone in the room. Asking for help is not weakness. Mm -hmm. And pretty much, I'm not going to say everybody, Sagittarius looking at you, but almost everybody feels insecure when they're in a situation they don't know, mm -hmm. right, or don't understand. Sagas are thriving, though. Bold. Um, as a Sagittarius, you... A Taurus. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I switched it up. I can't get any of the names right. As a Taurus, you feel comfortable in charge, unchallenged. When your authority or expertise is challenged, you have like a volcano waiting underneath you to boil up. But don't communicate from this place. It's never productive. Take a step back, calm down, mm -hmm. and then talk about it. Yeah. All right. And then we are Ooh. on to Gemini. Ooh. Here we go. Um, my oldest daughter just started college. Normally, she is so self-assured. Since I've moved her in, she's been calling me and crying. I know college is new and stressful, but I thought she'd be thriving more. She is a Gemini. No. I know, but this is, it is actually maybe not her astrology. Um, Geminis are normally self-assured, as you say. Um, they're intellectuals and one would think well-suited for college. Uh, she could be fighting her astrology, and there's no shame in that. While Gem Geminis are normally adaptable to new situations, she might be trying to do too many things at once. Geminis. All right, that's a Gemini trait as well. Too many new classes, too many new clubs, too much of a new environment. Remind her that taking it small and finding a few things she might like will help her invest more in those and let her shine more. If she doesn't like them after a few weeks, then move on to a new thing on campus. Mm -hmm. If you're communicating with a Gemini, know that Geminis like to play all the parts. Let them know <laughs> if they're stepping on your toes. Yeah, Geminis will do everything if you let them. Mm -hmm. um, Geminis pick up gossip, and make firm opinions about it. But uh, before you've earned a Gemini's trust, be careful what you share. They might share it with someone else, all right? We saw, we saw some, some head ducking over here. They're two people for a reason. Um, Gemini's dual personality often leaves them presenting their happy face no matter what. Check in with your Gemini friend and see how they actually feel. Exactly. Geminis are known for like being kind of the life of a room and communicating with everybody and talking to everyone. That doesn't mean that they're doing okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, if you're communicating as a Gemini, you want to try lots of things. If you're no longer interested in someone or something, let them know. Quit ghosting. Stop doing it. Okay, nobody benefits from that. As a Gemini, writing and speaking are your strengths. If you're wrestling with a difficult thing, take a minute to journal and talk to yourself about it before you explode on someone else. <laughs> um, you always want to put your best, most presentable face forward. Give yourself the luxury of being raw and authentic once a while, once in a while with someone that you trust. Mm -hmm. We're not saying that you have to put your trust in everybody and be raw in front of everyone, but like find at least one, two people that you can be like truly authentic with because who we does that help? Mm -hmm. All right, cancers. 
My friend calls me all the time about their problems, at least once a day. I get a phone call or a panicked text. It usually is something terrible, and I feel horrible that they're going through so much. The longer this goes on, the more I feel down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like I'm a sponge trying to soak up all their bad stuff. I'm thinking about asking them not to call me so much. I'm a cancer. Does this make me an asshole? Mm. I don't think so. No. 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 <laughs> it's in your cancer nature to be nurturing. You're sensitive and receptive. However, this friend, despite their tough times, is leaning on you too much. You're so emotionally intuitive to realize how this is affecting you. The tough thing will be following through and really drawing that line. Make sure that they know that you love them and support them and maybe offer to help them find some sliding scale therapy near them. Yeah, because that therapy isn't always affordable. Mm. Sliding scale. So, communicating with a cancer. I'm a cancer moon, mm -hmm. so I feel this. Ups and downs with uh, a cancer's emotions. Read the room when it comes to talking about something serious. In an hour or day could be a better time to talk, right? And again, this is with a lot of people, but especially cancers. Know if they're prepared to talk about something heavy because they just might not be. It might be too much that day. Mm -hmm. um, cancers are possessive because they love so deeply. Make your boundaries clear with them. They don't need to come hate home this one. and crawl in bed with you. We don't need boundaries. <laughs> We need more togetherness. No. <laughs> um, let a cancer know when you've taken their advice. You spent their time pouring out your emotions and asking for advice, so validate them by letting them know if it was useful, right? Because mm -hmm. cancers spend a lot of time pouring out of their own cups, so pour something back into theirs. Mm -hmm. If you're communicating as a cancer, people pour their hearts out to you a lot, but you don't always pour out your own emotions. Mm. Form a deeper relationship you crave by being emotionally honest in return. Yeah, so um, cancers famously are the crab. Mm -hmm. They have shells and they have a soft, soft underbelly. So, Which is also delicious with butter. <gasps> oh, <laughs> how rude. Um, so truly um, find those people that you can really let into, into your shell. Into your shell. Your delicious <laughs> shell. <laughs> um, you don't approach things directly. Others might not understand your end goal if you're approaching from an angle. So try being direct, right? These crabs walk around from side to side. I know. We're just doing crab like <laughs> metaphors this whole day. But crabs do. They walk from side to side. They don't approach things directly. They're so emotional and intuitive that they can come at it from like way overhead. Um, try going straight to the point. Mm -hmm. um, okay. If you're communicating as a cancer... Your big heart gives you the tendency to coddle people. Sometimes mm. they need to be coddled, but sometimes you have to tell them the cold, hard truth. But also know that they'll still love you afterwards. They'll still want to get into that soft shell. I know. That, I think that is a, a large problem of just like anybody, especially me, but Cancer Moon. Um, I don't like telling people the truth about stuff that's going to hurt their feelings. I don't like doing it. I don't want to do it. But you're going to help someone grow better if you tell them that truth when they need it, <laughs> when they need it alone. All right, and that yeah. actually wraps up. That covers all of the all signs. All the signs. Yes. Do yes. you guys have any questions? They're like, absolutely They're like, not. No. They're like, you're experts. Overly thorough. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, please feel free to listen to our podcast. It's on all of the platforms. It's called Zodiac Bitches. That's a hard name to forget. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard name to advertise. <laughs> um, and as we <laughs> sign off, I'm Maggie B. And I'm Maggie D. May your stars align. This episode was produced by Kirsten Hedges and produced and edited by Georgie Harris. For more information, visit us at modernmysticshop.com and click on Sunday School.